Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. Hey, check this out. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, go back and listen because we had someone really, really special on the on the show, and uh, you're not going to want to miss my interview. And uh, wanted to bring also something to your attention before we start the program today. People are always asking, Scott, can I write in, you know, if I write in, will you mention my name? And you know what? We're a community here. We're a community of entrepreneurs who are looking to really play bigger in our business, and I am all about giving back. You guys have been listening now for a while and subscribing to the show. Hopefully you have been. And hopefully uh, you've also written a review on iTunes, which would really, really help out. If you can do that, that would help the show out really, really uh, in a huge, huge way. So if you want to write in, it's info at successhackers.net. That's, uh, that's the email. I read all my emails, info at successhackers.net. If you want me to ask one of our esteemed guests and maybe ask a question or bring up a topic, if you write in, I will mention your name and your company's name on the very next episode. So make sure to do that. Go to info at successhackers.net. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you are looking to grow your leads for your business, check out the free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Do it now. Check it out. Go to IWantMoreLeads.net. IWantMoreLeads.net. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who is all about leadership and never flying solo. Rob Waldo Waldman, the wingman, is a professional leadership speaker and author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. He teaches organizations how to build trusting, revenue-producing relationships with their employees, partners, and customers while sharing his experiences as a combat-decorated F-16 fighter pilot and businessman. He was voted one of the top 40 under 40 business leaders and has been featured on Fox & Friends, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, the Harvard Business Review, and Inc. Magazine. Waldo, welcome to Success Hackers. Man, it's great to have you on the show. Great to be here, Scott. Thanks for having me, bro. I help people in general break performance barriers and uh, overcome their fears to reach new heights in life and business. Kind of like your success podcast and what your, your philosophy is. So I think we're like-minded individuals. But the thing for me is I apply the things I learned, not just as a fighter pilot, not just in combat where the missiles were real and where my life and my women's life were on the line, but also in business. I, I left active duty, uh, joined the reserve. I, I went to graduate school, got my MBA, and I was in a few high-level sales jobs, commission only half the time. Uh, growing uh, my my business acumen, my relationship and sales building skills, and then use that in addition to my military background to start uh, speaking and coaching uh, the philosophy 
there's wingman. Never fly solo. You need to reach out for help. Uh, when you build relationships with people in your life that you can go to for help and they can come to you for help, that's where success happens. So let me ask you this, and I know, and by the way, uh, Hacker Nation community, the, the way how I met, originally how I met Waldo was he was actually um, was on the CD of In Success uh, magazine, and, and Darren Hardy, the former publisher of Success, was, was talking to Waldo and asking him questions, and I, and I shared with Waldo offline that I must have listened to that segment of that CD 25, at least 25 times because of the great content that Waldo provides. So here we are a year and a half, maybe two years later, and, and he's on the Success Hackers podcast. And I wanted to bring him on because not only his philosophy, which you're going to hear a lot of today around success, but also, as he just alluded to, breaking fear barriers. So with that said, Waldo, how does someone, and this could be a, probably a loaded question, we can be here for hours, but what's maybe one strategy right off the bat that if someone has a fear around fill in the blank, success, lack of success, I'm not good enough, et cetera, et cetera, what's maybe one quick nugget that you can share with us and how you coach your executives to get past a certain fear aspect? So one of the things I really focus on is what I call the inner wingman. The most important person in your life who you can turn to for help is yourself. You have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, did I do the work? Do I have the character? Did I sweat? Did I sacrifice? Did I put in the time necessary to become a success, be it in sales, as an entrepreneur, in financial services, as a spouse, whatever it is? So you have to look yourself in the mirror and be confident in that person. And when we strapped in to fly, Scott, and just like we strapped in to fly this this uh, this podcast together, we had to prepare. We had to put in the time. So many people are afraid, and they use it as an excuse for their lack of preparation. Right. So number one, make sure you're putting in the time. Number two, uh, build nurturing relationships with people who can provide insights and, and context on how you can break your fear barrier. Other people may have paradigms, uh, assets, resources, insights that you may not have. And that's what's so great about this podcast and what you do. Mm-hmm. When people hear me, they hear you and all the amazing guests you have, it can create an aha moment for them and say, wow, I never thought about that. This is a way that can inspire me uh, to, to look at this fear better. And then, and then last and not least, you got to love what you do. If you're not loving it, if you're not willing to get shot at, so to speak, and, and potentially face rejection, failure, whatever, then do something that you are willing to uh, face that, uh, that you know, be, be, do something that you really love. Otherwise, life's not worth it, man. People sell out, sell out and uh, do things that they really don't love. Yeah, and I love what you shared about the passion because it took me a very, very, very long time. I also come from a sales background and uh, a leadership type background, but I knew that it, the passion wasn't there, right? I knew that there was this itch, I call it, that I needed to scratch. And the problem is I didn't know how to go about doing that. I, I found it through a lot of trials and tribulations and, and, and a lot of down moments and, and some, some moments that I, that it's tough for me, for me to even speak about now, uh, X amount of years later. But I, I want to go back to what you just shared about mentorship and hanging around with the right people. You know, we've all heard that we are the sum total of the five people we hang out with and birds of a feather flock to all those cliches and sayings. But I'm, I'm a huge believer in that as well. But if someone's listening right now to say, I get that, I've read it and heard it a hundred times, 
But well, Wallow, give me a strategy on how I, as a solopreneur, as how as I as work for a company, but I want to open up my own business, how as I as I want to 10x my business, how do I get in front of that one person that maybe could catapult me to the next level of success? Is there a strategy, is there a reach out strategy that you can do via LinkedIn, via email, through a reference? How, how can someone actually start, and I'm doing air quotes, hang out with more successful people? We could probably do two hours just on the subject, Scott, right? Um, so he, here's my philosophy. Number one, say yes. I saw a Facebook post uh, a, a week or two ago about somebody saying, hey, I just interviewed Richard Branson and blah, 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 and Warren Buffett. And they say, we got to learn to say no. Own your calendar. Own your schedule. Uh, say no to more things. And I agree that's so important to be disciplined, to avoid distractions in your life that are disguised as opportunities. You, in order to build your business, to build your reputation and your brand, have got to say yes more than you say no. Volunteer. Uh, do the interviews. Show up and go to your uh, chamber of commerce and volunteer for your for your board, whatever that 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 industry that you're in. Be the go-to guy and go-to gal. Let others come to you for help. Demonstrate your acumen. Build that reputational capital. And when you do that, you're going to start building more relationships. They're going to say, "Wow, Scott, Lisa, Mike, Waldo, man, they they know their stuff. I, I mm. love how they just show up and make things happen. Sacrifice and sweat. Put the hours in, man. Number two is Start being intentional about getting together with with people that are like-minded like you. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Marty Grunder, who you interviewed a few months ago. Right. He was part of my mastermind group. We evolved the mastermind group. He's no longer in it, by the way. If you're in a mastermind group, i.e. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, <laughs> read the book today if you haven't. If you aren't a mastermind or you aren't, get together with folks who have different expertise Different uh, insights and skill sets, but the same character, i.e., integrity, honor, you know, work ethic, and stuff. You can't you can't develop those traits many times. And start getting together once every few months. T- uh, tomorrow, I'm meeting with a buddy of mine, David Noor. I'd love for you to interview as well. Mm-hmm. One of the sharpest entrepreneurs I go. We need to be around that energy and bring value to those people. So if you're showing up at these meetings and masterminding or whatever and just sucking people's life force and, and only asking questions and not contributing with your expertise, guess what? You get a bet, get, better get back into the flight room and start practicing and rehearsing and growing your character and your skills because you got to give in order to get. You know, it's, it, it's so interesting that you just ended with that because my next question was exactly based around that, which is we talk a lot in the show about bettering yourself every day to be better, just, just a, a slight percentage better today than you were yesterday and it compounds, et cetera, et cetera. You wake up one day in five years and look at what, who you become. So other than the masterminding that you're talking about and other, other than sort of volunteering at the local chamber, which I believe wholeheartedly in, you gotta, you gotta walk before you can sprint. I think a lot of times we see individuals like yourself that have written New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestsellers, that you're speaking in Saudi Arabia and all over the world around leadership and people go from, oh my God, I, I spoke once at a Toastmasters and all of a sudden I hear this guy Waldo speaking all over the world doing what I want to, what I really want to do. But I love how you put that into the blocking and tackling in the beginning, which is you got to start somewhere. You got to start small. You don't want to think small, but you want to start small and developing your craft. But how do you make, what's one suggestion, Waldo, on how you can make yourself better every day in whatever you do? I 
think one of the keys to my success is, is my work ethic. I joined associations. I'm around peers who are very successful. I'm around that energy. Uh, I take with honor, meaning I ask for help and then I pay it forward. I coach a lot of other people as well. And so, so, so that's important. But uh, one of the things I think that we need to do is get coaching. I invested early in my career, and I still do. I just spent over $25,000 for an executive coach out of Canada. We could talk about that offline. I know you're an amazing coach. You help entrepreneurs. People have got to invest and put the money in, write checks, and be around that energy and around that acumen so that they can grow. And part of that coaching is the books that I read. The podcast that I listen to, the daily disciplines I worked out today and, and, you know, I'm coaching my assistant. She's sitting there drinking this 43 grams of uh, sugar tea and she's, she's not in the best shape. And, mm. and, and I say, look, look at what you're doing every day. What's yeah. going in your b- mind? What's going in your lungs and in your, in your stomach? And so, so don't fool yourself. You have to look at your daily disciplines and your actions, but read, get coaching, invest. Think I call it thinking outside your cockpit. You got to get around other wingmen uh, and other resources, uh, even you two for that matter. Yeah. Fill your mind and your and your and your your jet with the fuel of uh, performance, and you'll 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 become better. I get this all the time as a coach. I, people want to be coached. They feel they need to be coached or mentored. They want to get to the next level. For someone that's out there listening, saying, "When I make X dollars, then I'll invest in mentorship or coaching." What kind of wisdom can you impart on that individual listening? Well, once again, I, I think they may have a, a wrong paradigm. Uh, number one, remember, time is money. Don't confuse writing a check with putting in time, i.e. getting up a little bit earlier, uh, being intentional about your day, filling your mind with some great positive motivation or some sales tactics and entrepreneurial skills via the web, etc. Uh, you know, a lot of times it may, it's not as powerful, I believe, as having customized coaching with a guy like you or me, but, but don't make excuses for yourself. You, that should be part of your marketing plan is, is investing and putting in that time. So, so I think, you know, I never had an assistant for half. I've been in business 15 years, uh, Speaker Hall of Fame, all that great stuff. But my business didn't take off until I hired an employee, until I invested and paid for someone to come in and help alleviate some of the workload for me. And I think the same thing is, is with coaching. The same thing was maybe is, is hiring a, a fitness instructor or purchasing a gym membership when you invest you're you're you'll be more likely to be uh, committed to that program so so do it take a small leap yeah, the outcome will be great and i think to piggyback off of what waldo just said hacker nation is this a lot of times and he hit the nail on the head he talked about time so a lot of times when we don't think we have the funds or the investment capabilities or the marketing dollars whatever you want to call it, to invest in a mentor or a coach or in a course etc i want you guys to really get what i'm going to say now which is you can try to figure it out yourself, and I know Waldo probably has, I have for years, but what's that worth in time so that when you're not making the kind of revenue and creating the kind of lifestyle that you really want over the six months, two years, three years, you can say, well, I'm doing okay, but I'm really not where I want to be. Imagine if you stopped that thought process today and said, I know I need help around executive coaching or leadership or lead generation or growth in my business. 
What's that worth to you in the long term of your business by hiring someone, whether they're five grand or 25 grand or 45 grand? If you can cut that time in half and start making the kind of revenues you want to make immediately, what is that worth to you in the long haul? And that's how high achievers think. They think time is our most valuable asset. Why am I wasting it trying to figure this thing out himself? And exactly what Waldo said about hiring someone. If I can hire someone, I can offload some of this other stuff so I can focus on the income generating opportunities in my business. Is that kind of what I'm hearing, Waldo? Totally, totally. And I I think it's important to go back on what I said is to look at your daily disciplines. You know, people use fear as an excuse. Uh, you know, I, I hit the gym before we, we did this podcast and I was rushing. I took my shower. You know, I've got a big home office. I'm sitting here because I want to be on my game when I'm on this call. And it's painful many times when you're in the gym. You're going to be inconvenienced. You're going to want to do something that's, that's easier. Yeah, I love being mm-hmm. on the phone. I love doing my emails and doing all that stuff that distracts me from building the horsepower that I think it's necessary to succeed. So look at what you do when you get up, what you're eating, what shows you're watching, who you're hanging out with. The answers are in that. And don't make excuses for it. If you're going to commit, commit. And as a fighter pilot, flying in combat and flying in, you know, where our lives are on the line, look, I wanted to fly with guys and gals who were like totally in, fully prepared, fully committed. That is how you have to approach your life. If you truly, if you truly are serious about success, you gotta scrap, you gotta sweat. And the more you sweat, the less you bleed. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, as you, as you probably know, we have solopreneurs who subscribe and listen, we all, as, as well as CEOs and other business owners who are responsible for a lot of people on their team, Waldo. So from a leadership trainings that you do for companies like HP, Home Depot, Verizon, just to name a few, down to audiences that you actually speak to, what are some of the distinctions that great leaders have while others fall short? <clears throat> so one of the things I learned in particular as a fighter pilot, my, the best commanders I flew with, yes, they had great hands and skills. They were awesome in the cockpit, but they also connected with their folks on the ground. They reached uh, in and, and connected to us as people. I remember I, I messed up many times in the military. I share a lot of my failures and scars of, of development in the military to my audiences, but I chewed out a young crew chief when uh, when he made a mistake. And long story short, my commander made me walk the flight line. Get out there and see what these troops do. See who are the folks who are turning the wrenches in the trenches for you and appreciate them. And and getting out and, and uh, walking the flight line, getting out of your office and, and saying thank you and getting to know the people, uh, showing them that you care, asking them questions. Well, we, we talk about vision in our life, you know, vision for our business, our values. But at the end of the day, when you're thinking about the people who are working with you and for you, when you say to them, I care about you via the questions, i.e., what's going on at home, you know, what do you want in your life? What goals do you have? How can I help you achieve them? You know, do you need a day off? Is everything okay at home? I mean, when you show them you care, They'll bring their problems to you and they'll give you the opportunity to lift them up and encourage them and, and get them to be more loyal, performance-driven top guns. So care, connect, appreciate the unsung heroes. And those are the wingmen who, uh, who are eventually going to turn the wrenches in your, in your, in your business and in your, your job to help you elevate your game plan as well. So let's shift gears. I want to talk about a, a topic here on the show that uh, it, it's interestingly enough, although it can be a little bit of a morbid topic, it's one of the most listened to aspects 
and appreciated aspects of success hackers, which is called a fail forward stage. So can you get vulnerable with us for a minute? 100%, yeah. I believe that all high performers and successful individuals maybe look at failure a little bit differently than most people. They actually use failure as what I call feedback and course correction. So take us back to a time when you failed, Waldo. You maybe even almost wanted to give up. Maybe it was when you just got started speaking and building your leadership business or your coaching business or whatever aspect you want to take us back to. But it was that one time when you had a decision to make, a true decision. I either go left and I do something different or I continue to climb this mountain. Take us back to that time and uh, how did you use that failure as fuel for your success fire? So as a fighter pilot, I don't know if you know this and I didn't share this before when it comes to failure. I struggle with massive claustrophobia almost my entire career. Uh, I almost died in a scuba diving action in three years of my 11-year flying career. It uh, brought out this latent claustrophobia that I didn't know I ever had. I was flying in the weather one day, and I experienced the same panic attack that I had a few days prior, but instead of being 30 feet under the water, now I'm 30,000 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So, Scott... Listeners, for the next eight years of my active duty flying career, almost 3,000 hours, I had to deal with this fear of having a panic attack and failure. But I loved flying and the thrill more than the fear. So the passion has to be greater than the fear. That being said, you can't be King Kong. You can't be Hercules for every mission. And I I basically, I'm going to abbreviate this a ton. I, 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 instead of, I volunteered to fly the F-16 along with other guys and gals from Spain to the United States. And there's a big thing called the Atlantic Ocean between Spain and the United States. <laughs> and I've never quit on any mission, ever, even though I, w- I was afraid of being strapped into a tiny little cockpit, 35,000 feet at night, seven hours. It's a claustrophobic nightmare. Oh, I won't go. It was, it was just sick. And I, and I could share a couple hours on how I overcame that. But I knew that this was going to be my ultimate test. Flying across the water, no emergency landing fields, nowhere to go. And what I did was I quit. I was in the plane, Scott, listeners, I cranked up the jet, and then I said, what am I doing? I can't do this. If I freak out in this cockpit at over, you know, a thousand miles over the Atlantic, you know, it's going to impact me. I can die. I can inconvenience and really screw up the whole formation. It was a dangerous thing. So I said no. And I aborted the mission. Nobody knew about this, by the way. I just told him I didn't sleep the night before, which was absolutely true because I was freaking out. And so for years, I beat myself up. And, and I realized afterwards that I did the – number one, I did the right thing. Number two, that it's okay to fail. You know, it's okay to quit. If your passion isn't greater than your fear, if there's something not greater on the other side of that fear – uh, you know, if it was a combat mission and I quit, different story, folks, because I had a job to do. Other people were depending on me. This was a non-mandatory, voluntary flight. And so there was no uh, no ultimate bad consequence other than my ego that was going to be bruised. So, so bottom line is I learned that it's okay to quit. You can't be successful and say yes and do everything perfectly. And, and just to realize that uh, if you're backed into a corner – that you better turn around and think of doing something else. So if you are in business and a corporate leader and you're losing the drive, the passion, you're afraid to quit and move on, then maybe it's time for you to really rethink that. It's okay to quit and do something else. Uh, I learned that fe- that lesson and it made me more passionate on overcoming my fears and made me more uh, um, empathetic and compassionate to other people. 
who may be struggling with a fear, a phobia, and that's one of the things that instigated me to be in that wingman to help them break through their barriers and to take the action necessary because I continued flying. I continued flying those combat missions, uh, and, and uh, it was a, you know, a huge learning experience for me. Wow. Almost a 100 interviews later, we have had a lot of very successful individuals on here, and I've never had it put that way. I've never had it put where you it's okay to quit. And Hacker Nation, I want you to really understand where he's coming from because a lot of times we get forced into a situation or we think this is the job or we think this is the business or whatever and we keep banging our head up against the wall and we know in our gut that we're not really meant for this. And I and I know that he, what Waldo's talking about is not when it gets hard about something that we just turn back and quit and say it wasn't for me. But what he's talking about is if there's no passion around what you're doing, whether it's a job, whether it's leaving your job to start a business, or whether the business you're in now, the old saying is quit beating your head up against the wall over and over and over. If it's too hard, if you're trying to squeeze this circular peg into a, a round hole, Right over to your left, it's so much easier because there's this thing called a door. Rather than trying to beat through the, the, the brick wall, there's a door you just walk through. And that door represents something you're more gifted towards and you're more passionate around so that when you get into that space and things do become a little bit difficult, well, then you keep climbing, but you have that passion. And what Waldo's talking about is if you hate what you're doing. Don't worry about it because sometimes when you do quit, stop and reassess, we realize that our path is actually meant over here to the left versus continuing to go here to the right. Is that what you're saying, Waldo? Bingo, bingo. And on the opposite side of that fear is where growth is. On the, you know, I also struggle with a, a, a crazy fear of heights. Uh, I had to jump off this 33 feet high diving board at the Air Force Academy in order to graduate and become an officer and eventually fly. And I grew up just massively afraid of heights. But, you know, sometimes you have to jump down, take the leap, literally, that 33 feet leap in order to rise up. So it's about literally, and we hear it a thousand times, stepping outside of your comfort zone. So before you do quit, though, you better look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, I'm having a hard time here. I'm not having much fun. You know, I'm, uh, I started this business. I'm failing. Uh, I'm not really being a great uh, leader in my business. Uh, I'm trying to coach these folks and my team is failing. Whatever that is, did you put the work in? Did you get the coaching? Did you read the books? Did you invest the time? Number one. Number two, do you have a team around you who can provide insights, who can give you perspectives, or are you trying to do it on your own? Having wingmen in my formation who encouraged me and gave me the, 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 the lift and reached their wing and said, you can do this, Wallow. I believe in you. Sometimes that's enough for you to take the leap. I used to call my twin brother before my combat missions, and he said, go out, kick some ass, Rob. Be proud. You can do this. So other people can push push us a little bit and lift us up. And then you've got to be focused on the end result. I knew at the and when I was flying those seven hour missions, and you gotta know when you're flying your missions in entrepreneur as an entrepreneur, what does success look like? Get a taste of it, envision it. Look at it on the board, look at it as a as a goal on a piece of paper, as a revenue. Get excited about that feeling you're gonna have when you land your jet after a kick butt mission. And let that fill your endorphins up because that's why we do what we do, that feeling, the love, the excitement, the thrill. And if that is not there, and if you don't have a team in, if you didn't put the time in, then you better look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I got to do a little bit more work on me before I quit. 
Waldo, you got me almost pacing back and forth. I'm so jacked up right now. <laughs> man, I am fired I got up, the scars, man. man. I got the scars, Scott. You know, you have a lot of speakers, consultants, coaches. You know, they're talking about fear. They're talking about success. You, you want to, you want to deal with people who've been through the trenches, right? And and not that are that aren't just philosophers who've lived it and experienced it. And so, look at your scars with mm. honor and say man this is great I'm, I'm i'm using this as a leverage point for me and guess what for my kids for the people that i'm going to eventually inspire and coach so all these failures they're blessings if you ask me all right as you know our hacker nation waldo listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow themselves and their business my god you've given us countless nuggets already but we shine the success hack spotlight on you mr waldo waldman what's one success hack that you can share right now an actionable step that can help our Hacker Nation community of entrepreneurs who are maybe looking to grow their business to the next level. What's one thing they can do like today? So I think it has to do with a little bit what you said about being vulnerable a little bit, taking your mask off. Any successful person is willing to ask for help. They're willing to be humble. They're willing to be brutally honest with themselves and say, where is there something in my life that there's a gap, a blind spot? That, uh, that I need, uh, enlightenment in. Alright, Waldo, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kinda like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. So whatever's the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Waldo Waldman, are you ready for the randomness round? Ready to go, thanks. Best advice you've ever received? Get coaching. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I pray. I pray. I'm, I'm constantly in gratitude, always saying, uh, saying to myself and to my our creator what I'm thankful for. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? I would say uh, wake up with a daily distance of being, uh, filling your mind with positive uh, affirmations, positive uh, uh, motivational, inspirational uh audio tapes or books or whatever plant the seed plant the seed water the plant early uh get up out of bed with a positive mindset and stay focused on that uh that positivity throughout the day what's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success courage what's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you i'm a musician i love uh i love uh writing music i don't do it as much as i used to but i absolutely love music it's uh it's i almost loved it more than flying fighters if i could be a rock star i probably would <laughs> but but that's one thing that i need to work on i need to start uh, i need to start playing taking more guitar lessons what's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your overall business uh, uh the One Thing by uh, Gary, Gary Keller. Keller. Yeah, cool. Yeah. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? I like LinkedIn. It's good for business. Uh, a lot of our more higher-end professionals are on there with a lot more uh, business-related topics. Uh, I, I love LinkedIn. That's one of my big things, LinkedIn and Facebook, but LinkedIn is, is number one for me. Waldo, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you for your time and really sharing these incredible success strategies 
with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, or anything else you want to talk about? So they can go to yourwingman.com, www.yourwingman.com. Uh, Google Waldo Waldman. I've got videos on YouTube. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletter on one of the pages on my website. I, I send out a weekly or a monthly wing tip. Uh, here's what I'd like to offer. I, I could actually offer everybody a free audio book of, of my New York Times bestseller if you'd want to give that out to them. Sure, again. absolutely. Fire away. So if you go to yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, as in Never Fly Solo, NFS, Nancy Foxtrot Sierra, if you go to that website and type in the uh, password wingman, all lowercase, you'll be able to download that, that New York Times Wall Street Journal bestseller. It's, I think, 1995 on Audible. I'm giving it to you guys for free. It's a great resource for you guys. Listen up in the gym after, of course, you listen to the Scott Hansen <laughs> podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, that's really cool. I appreciate you saying that and uh, doing that for us. So, Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode. Show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Waldo, along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. Oh, when you're on the site, do not forget, please click subscribe to get all the newest episodes. And when you're actually on the episode, when you're actually on the site, I would love for you guys to write a review and a rating on iTunes. Just type in Success Hackers when you're on iTunes and leave a rating and review. That bumps us up in the iTunes world, which means, this is important, we get a chance to impact and empower more individuals just like you all over the world. So if you get 30 seconds today, just go to iTunes, type in Success Hackers, leave a rating and review. That would be a huge, huge help. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.